Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The quarterback position is dominating everything when it comes to the NFL, and that includes the draft. There are two tiers of three, I think, in this crop. You've got your top three guys in Williams, May, and Jaden Daniels, and then I think you got your next three in Penix, Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy. And then, of course, you've got other guys as well, um who will be picked in later rounds too. But I think those are your big six quarterbacks right now. I wouldn't be surprised if all six of them are taken in the first round in this draft. Um, it's Whoa. being... Would that be the record? Six I don't know if one... it's the record. It's been heralded as a great quarterback class, and there's a lot of desperation for a quarterback position, not just in the teams picking in the top 10 in this draft class. There are teams in the middle and in the 20s that might be kicking tires on somebody. So I would not be surprised if all six of these guys go in the first round. I think at the minimum you're going to see four of them off the board, though. Yeah, I mean, you have to assume I think Was- you might Washington, see one, two, three, New go England, and Chicago, whoever trades up with Chicago to get that. Which I think that happened last when it was Baker, Darnold, Lance, when it was one, two, three quarterback. No, you're forgetting. Pick number two, Saquon Barkley. I think it was Sam Darnold. I'm pretty sure Saquon was picked two overall. Uh- and then, also, you remember, too, the reason why people criticized Cleveland was because... Uh- they had the fourth pick overall, and that's when they selected Denzel Ward. So they were like, why not just wait until pick four to get a quarterback if you really want to Baker that bad? People weren't saying Baker was going to go in those top three picks ahead of your second pick. You're right. Sam Darnold was the third overall pick. So never and mind. Saquon was second, and Denzel Ward was fourth, right? But I do think the Trey Lance draft class did go one, two, three with quarterbacks. I think. Think I also think that's incorrect because I right think Trey Lance was like the fifth overall pick. No, he was the third overall pick. Okay, I'm looking at that right now. Oh, maybe 20, they tr- didn't. San Fran trade 2021 up like draft five to three. The 2021 NFL draft was Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. There you go. So that's what right. you were thinking. Lawrence, about. Wilson, and Lance. That's what you're thinking. About. And only one of them has worked out, and that's Trevor kind Lawrence. Of. Kind of worked out. So I think we're gonna have that happen again this year. I think you're gonna have the one, two, three run. But I guess that all depends on what Chicago, Chicago does. At number one. If Chicago stays and keeps Justin Fields, then Marvin Harrison Jr. is signed, sealed, delivered, locked number one overall pick. I don't know why in the world unless they, do they that. trade, they trade back. the fourth pick. Right. You don't want to trade that more. If you, you trade behind you the risk. Cardinals, yeah. the Cardinals are taking Marvin because the Cardinals Jr. just announced to the world they're taking, they have their guy. They're keeping they got Murray. Kyler yeah. Murray. They're keeping Murray. I think that's a good move for the Cardinals, by the way. Yeah, you because you've mentioned I that. think they think. The three quarterbacks are going one, two, three, and they're going to get maybe the next Larry Fitzgerald in their organization in Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Bears and you want to keep fields, yeah, you you maybe you trade back, but you can't trade too far back. If Arizona ends up in front of you, they're taking Marvin Harrison. So I, I might just keep the number one overall pick, take Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. if I indeed am going to pick fields or keep fields. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to keep fields, though. I think... Caleb Williams is too attractive of a prospect 
to restart that quarterback clock. And he was a more blue-chip prospect than Justin Fields was coming out of Ohio State. Fields was a great prospect, don't get me wrong. He's the number 11 overall pick. Right, he was. But, but he I'm was, just saying. He wasn't being regarded no, as the he guy. he wasn't the best in his class. When Trevor Lawrence was drafted number one overall in, his, in their respective draft class. But Caleb Williams has been for two years now. Yeah. And I'm thinking about Caleb Williams, and I'm wondering about, is he going to be a bust? What's he going to be? Is he going to pan out? I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. I think he's got all the tools, and I think that when he is in an NFL system with NFL-skilled players around him with a NFL defense on his team on the other side of the ball, I think Caleb Williams is going to be a pretty damn good player. I think that there's some people that will point to his record in the Pac-12 this year as a red flag. Patrick Mahomes went like 7-5 and five with Texas Tech, too, mm-hmm. in the Big 12. I think some people will point to... As absurd as this is, him crying after the game. You remember those mm-hmm. takes? You heard yeah. people, oh, he's crying after the game, blah, blah, blah. That means absolutely nothing as far as playing quarterback is concerned. And yeah. you're you're just a dumb, a dummy if you are using that as part of your analysis. And then the one that I'll hear that I think I give the most credence to is he played Notre Dame on the road. That was the most NFL caliber defense that he saw all last year, and he got swamped mm-hmm. by Notre Dame in that game. Road atmosphere, NFL caliber defense, a defensive head coach in Marcus Freeman, and it didn't go well for Caleb Williams in a big game for USC against your arch rival. That's the one spot I'll point to and say you might have something there. The other stuff, though, they were bad in the Pac-12 because of the defense, not because of Caleb Williams. Crying after a game? Who gives a crap about that? That means absolutely nothing. Yeah, what does it have to do with your performance on the It doesn't. So I am in on Caleb Williams. I think he is going to be a legitimate starter, a guy who deserves a second contract, a franchise-type player in the NFL. And if the Bears take him, I think he will potentially end up being the best quarterback in that franchise history. I just feel hmm. that this is a prospect that I, mean, I don't want to say can't miss. The bar but is kind of low. Well, that's all, that's why yeah. I can have that take. It's yeah. not really hard to clear. It's Jay Cutler. Right. Um, but my, my point being is I'm not labeling him this can't miss Andrew Luck. But I wouldn't think of May or Daniels before Williams at all in this class. I think he is a clear-cut number one choice. Yeah, I don't think you could argue against it. I think it'd be crazy if he wasn't either the number one or number two draft pick. It wouldn't be the number one if Chicago decides to keep Fields, keep the pick, and get Marvin Harrison Jr. But even so, if they decide to keep Fields, like you mentioned, they could just— fall back to, what, fourth overall? Is that right ahead of the Cardinals right now? Cardinals are picking fourth. Oh, so... So they'd have to trade with either the Commanders or the Patriots, and the only team that you would trade with is the Patriots because why would the Commanders trade up for a team that's looking to trade back? They're just going to go, you're not going to pick a quarterback, Mm -hmm. so why would we trade capital when both quarterbacks are going to be there? Um, So maybe you trade with the Patriots. Patriots want Caleb Williams. You slide back to third. You get Marvin Harrison Jr. right in front of the Cardinals, and then they have to take Odunze from Washington. I just think that the Bears either pick Caleb Williams, which is what I would do, or pick Marvin Harrison. I don't know if they're going to trade back. I mean, this is why people pay attention, because there's never a year in which the NFL draft is not this exciting, uh, especially in the modern era when quarterbacks are stories A, B, C, E, D, and E every year in the draft. Uh, everyone's going to be paying attention to those guys in, in, in Indianapolis this week. 
Uh, I just, if I'm Chicago, I'm really, you know, you were on cloud nine last year because Carolina, you were in this position where you didn't need a quarterback coming out of that draft class. And Carolina was, you know, the perfect bait to take that number one overall seed. I, I think Chicago's like kind of not nervous, but just waiting to see like, what should we actually do here? Well, I don't think they. I don't think there's a, a clear answer. Should they move on from Fields, or should they just bring in the perfect piece to match with Fields and Marvin Harrison Jr.? Well, I think it's funny that the Panthers traded with the Bears for the number one pick last year, gave the Bears the number one pick this year now, mm-hmm. and the what Bears would, might end up taking a quarterback that's better than the quarterback that they traded up for last year. If that didn't happen, if the Panthers somehow got the first pick last year and this year, right? Would they have pulled? Would they have pulled the old a Cardinals, uh, Cardinals move? or Panthers they, or even Panthers back in the day? Remember Clausen, second round pick, and then goodbye Clausen. We're picking Cam Newton in the next right, round. but that was Jimmy Clausen a later on. Clausen was a big deal. I mean, Notre second Dame round, kid? second round quarterback is not something to be scoffed at. But do you think they do it? They yes. just say you're. So, I'm sorry, Bryce Song. You're so bad. Yeah, they do for a guy like Williams. They would. Well, okay, okay. Let, let me rephrase. Say they they have the number one overall pick last year via Chicago, and somehow they get like a, a the the fifth overall, the sixth overall pick this year. Do they then take the Drake May kind of guy if or the Jaden Daniels guy? There, yeah, yeah. But I don't think he'd be there. Obviously, it's a no brainer for Caleb Williams. Do they just really give up that quickly on Bryce Young? I'd give up quickly on Bryce Young. Yeah, I guess he's so. too small. He's just not going to be. I mean, there was no one else in the NFL that was looking at Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud except for the Panthers last year. I know. it's a. It could go down as a really bad uh, Oh, I think play. it already has, Tom. Can't do it yet. Come on. Can't do it yet. Give the kid one more year. He's going to start next year, too. Oh, like we're allowed to give Bryce Young just two years, but Kenny Pickett deserves a full third year after getting benched? I, who said that? I said that. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just... I'm just who teasing. said that. I'm like, just teasing. I'm just teasing. Pickett's looked a little bit better than Bryce Young, though. Yeah, there's not by one, much. There's one quarterback you know, he can say. You know say. what's crazy is I never thought of it this way. But Bryce and, Young has a higher touchdown percentage than Pickett. I sorry mean. to you know turn every conversation into Kenny Pickett slander, but it's not that hard. I didn't think about it in these terms. Ben Roethlisberger in those back-to-back weeks yeah, in 2015, the weekend where he threw back-to-back games. With six touchdowns, yeah. that's only one less than Kenny Pickett's two-year career. Oh, I know. Jeez, I know. And one of those games is pretty much of Kenny Pickett's season this year, minus the interceptions that he yeah. had. Like it's, yeah, it's not good. But we live in hope that Kenny turns it around, and that and if Steelers, not, then you not, find the guy. Find the next guy soon after. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so, I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So Caleb Williams nailed on number one prospect, I think, in this class. Then Drake May was number two, and that was the case before the season started. Like, those two were on everybody's radar, but there's always the guy that is off the radar, maybe not way off the radar, but isn't considered in that top group that always plays himself into it, and this year was another LSU guy. Like, it was Joe Burrow a few years back. It was Jaden Daniels this year. Um, by far the best player in college football last year. Heisman, yeah, Heisman Trophy close. winner. I mean— the averages are mind-boggling. Like, he averaged, like, 600 yards of total offense in some games. Mm-hmm. He had, like, five touchdowns on average in games. Like, it's amazing how bad LSU's defense was for them to lose three games this year because that was one of the best college football seasons you've ever seen an individual put together, and it was on, like, at a 10-3 and team, mm-hmm. and no one really, like, gave it the flowers that it deserved. Now, he won the Heisman. You can never take that away from him, but... That's an ultimate fumbling of a special season by the LSU Tigers there because there's no way that a quarterback like that shouldn't get the team to at least the SEC title game. Right. You just had Alabama and Georgia. Georgia. They couldn't get past either of them. And they think they lost the game to like Tennessee or something that they shouldn't have earlier in the year too. But Jen Daniels has been the guy that's played himself into this category, has played himself into this big three. And he – this is like – I feel like I can't do this as a as a host of a podcast or a radio guy, but like, I don't think any of these top three guys are going to be busts. Like, wow. I can't put my finger on like if one of you, them being if you had really to pick bad. One, I would probably say Drake May. I guess it would be Drake May if I had to pick one. He's just got the least flash to him, but he's so damn good, and that is a misconception. He's got plenty of flash. He's fast too. Very dual threat type of quarterback. I just think May, Daniels, and Williams are all guys that you draft and you get excited for. Now the next three, that's the guys that I draft and I'm nervous Those are the toss-ups. Penix Jr., mm-hmm. uh, Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy is not going to be I don't even think it's fair to put J.J. McCarthy. Oh, he in top six. Oh, he in top six. He's six. Look at but he's not drafts. in the top six. He's just six. Look at any mock drafts. He goes before Bo Nix a crazy. lot of times. He goes before Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, I'm not time. ecstatic about any of those three names. No. Well, that, now you played the game with me about who do you think would be the biggest bust of the top three. Who do you think will be the best out of the bottom three? I'd say probably Penix. I just don't trust lefties. Just because so, he had the so weird when you watch him throw. It's like why aren't you just right-handed like the rest <laughs> of us, like a normal person. <laughs> I, I don't know. Penix just some about him doesn't. The left-handed joke aside, some of them don't. Something about him just doesn't click with you. And you watched him in that game against Michigan. That just he was not himself whatsoever. Uh, overthrowing open wide receivers mm-hmm. just from the didn't from, look like the player start you saw. to finish. Yeah, he did not look like the player you had seen no. uh, all year long, and even in the Texas game in the in the semifinals. So Penix makes me nervous. I guess Penix would be the guy at the top of my list. Though, yeah, in that group just because. Bo but it's Ni- not like Bo Nix strikes me as like he's going to be in the NFL for twelve years. He'll back up somewhere. He'll 
get a chance to start maybe once or twice and not do that great. But Bonex he's, he's could be, be like around. a Sam Darnold kind of guy where he has maybe a lot even, of maybe hype. Maybe even coming. less than because the hype in Darnold was more than Bonex. But, but like, like he'll he'll just find these random homes. Like he was in San Francisco. He'll this get a year. starting chance. He won't do well. He was in San Francisco. Where was he the year before? Who Darnold? Yeah, uh, Carolina. Carolina, Carolina. Like he'll get yep. a shot at a really bad team and then. And then he'll bounce like a really good team that just needs a backup to just as a in case of emergency guy if their franchise guy goes down. That's how I view Bonix. And yeah. then JJ McCarthy. Now, I am not high on McCarthy at all. I don't understand why he's becoming a first round pick on a lot of people's boards. I think this is a third round, fourth round pick at best. Um I wouldn't hate the Steelers picking him in like the sixth round to fill out their quarterback room. He's not going to fall that far. But just trying to illustrate the point that every year there's a quarterback like Jaden Daniels who rises up draft boards, deservedly so. And then every year there's a quarterback like J.J. McCarthy who's rising up draft boards and you're kind of like, is he only doing that because he was on a really good team mm-hmm. and had a lot of good supporting cast it's around what, him? I know you don't like the... Th- you don't like when I do this. It's the Alabama quarterback or the Georgia quarterback comparison because of the recent Alabama quarterbacks to yeah, have found kinda, success it hurts between your, it hurts Tua and argument. Hurts. But, I mean, you look at Stetson Bennett in Georgia. You're telling me Stetson Bennett with an all a world-class defense and talent all around him on offense is the reason that team won back-to-back championships. You know, or, 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 or the one year... When Mac Jones won a title with Najee Harris and and what two or three guys on the offensive line as first round talents, and then Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle and an all and an all caliber defense, like sometimes that's just the case. And JJ McCarthy could easily be that next guy. So you bring up Stetson Bennett. He was picked in the fourth round last year by the Rams. He did more for that Georgia team than J.J. McCarthy did for this Michigan yeah, team. Yeah, right. And they, so they did not ask McCarthy to, to throw do the any, ball right. at all someone in made some a of joke. these games. Someone, I saw this. this. is so good. Someone said, like, J.J. McCarthy says to whoever, I'm going to, like, really emphasize throwing the ball at the combine this this week. And someone was like, that's really good because we didn't see you throw the Dude, ball at once in Michigan. Right. I know. It'd be like if he wants to do the Michigan drill, it was just handoff to Bo Corum uh-huh. or handoff to Donovan Edwards. Like that was it. So Bennett was not the reason why Georgia won those titles. Don't get me wrong. But they still had Bennett throw more right. than they had McCarthy and throw. And Mac Jones had to get the ball to Jalen Waddle and, and Devontae Smith more than JJ McCarthy was they throwing hid the ball. McCarthy a lot. They ran the ball against Penn State like forty straight times in the second half. Yeah. Same thing against Ohio State. Like he was not asked to do anything against those big teams. They, in fact, were kind of hiding him. And I'm not going to blame Michigan for that. A, because they won the national championship. Right. And B, they had a great running back tandem, a studly offensive line. Why would you run the ball? And your defense is great too. Like, or excuse me, why would you pass? Like, why would you pass unless JJ McCarthy's so good that you just can't help yourself? And you never got that sense from Harbaugh, did you? That he was so good that he just couldn't help himself. Yeah. Okay, and Harbaugh you, loves McCarthy. Like, right. Like a son. You, so the fact that he was limiting him mm-hmm. really tells you something. You brought up the Ohio State and Penn State games, and I'll add, I'll triple that with the national championship game. He was 7 of 8 for passing against Penn State. He was 16 of 20 for passing against Ohio State. So he's efficient. Right, but he's not being asked to throw the ball a lot. Or far down the no. field. 
And then he was only 10 of 18, so clearly his Not least efficient, efficient game. Yeah. And then National Championship game. 18 pass attempts. 10 completions. He completed about 10 times in a National Championship yeah. game. The Penn State one's insane. Eight passes, Eight in, a, passes. in a game against the third best team. Threw in the Big for 10. 60 total yards. On the road. Right. A, the third best team in the Big Ten on the road. And they didn't need him to, to throw the ball at all. No. They, they could have used their freshman walk-on quarterback in that game and still would have won against Penn State and Happy Valley. I mean, they won that game without Harbaugh, too. I, they could have done <laughs> yeah. it without, they could have done that game without game McCarthy. Too. Yeah. So I I don't understand why McCarthy is getting this, this boost in his draft mm-hmm. stock. Because, again, the Stetson-Bennett comparison. Bennett did more at Georgia, was asked to do more at Georgia, won two national championships at Georgia, and was picked in the fourth round. And that's exactly where he should have been picked. McCarthy should be picked in the f- third or fourth round. Don't know why there's a lot of smoke to the first round fire with him. No, I don't get it either. Is it the Harbaugh thing? I just really think it, it probably like he, It's just the national was, championship kind of team. Like, if you win that game, then you're aut- you're automatically heralded as a top, top round talent. But not Bennett. And that's what's so so weird about it. Like, is it because Kirby yeah, Smart's that, a, not this quarterback guru like Harbaugh is? Like, I, so Harbaugh's calling, you know, teams call coaches and ask about players when they're doing their due diligence. They're calling Harbaugh. He's spinning all these yarns about how great of a leader J.J. McCarthy is and how, you know, he only had to throw the ball eight times against Penn State, but those were a I mean, big the, eight passes. The, the, the Stetson Bennett situation is definitely the outlier. You really can't make sense of it given all these other former national championship winning quarterbacks to go as early as they as they did or are as projected to when it comes to J.J. McCarthy. But then you look at Stetson Bennett, and he's a two-time national championship winner, and he's taken it in the third round. But it, that was obviously rightfully so because I don't think he's even on the Rams team anymore. Well, they got Carson Wentz, so they obviously knew that he wasn't good enough. So obviously the talent evaluation on Stetson Bennett was accurate. But I don't understand why. And I think my talent evaluation on on J.J. McCarthy is accurate. Right. That's what I don't get is, like, why all of a sudden is J.J. McCarthy the the next guy besides Stetson Bennett to win a natty all of a sudden being thrown into first-round caliber uh, talent? I don't get it either. Yeah. Now, Seth Walter, we talked about his piece about quarterbacks starting next year for teams. He had a couple of rookies in there. Of course. Caleb, I mean, Caleb Williams for the Bears. Drake well, that makes Ma- sense because... Justin Fields was slated to be the Steelers starter, so the Bears had to have drafted a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. So the Bears would have had to have taken a quarterback. Um, and of course, he did have J.J. McCarthy on his list as a starting quarterback uh, for a team in the NFL. My ESPN Plus has kicked me out though, even though oh, I, I sign it. up for it. Go I know, pull up so Seth Walters. Stupid. Does that happen to you a lot with all ESPN the time? Plus? It logs me out it all the out, time, and I can't. And then I try to log back in, and it tells me I'm already logged in, and I can't access the stuff. That is a very crappy app for paying eight dollars a month yeah, for you and I I'm to get you. access. To I'm it. with you. Uh, but my point being is that he, as you look up what team it was, he is another person that has drank this JJ McCarthy Kool Aid, where not only is he getting picked in the first round. He has him starting in week yeah, one. Yeah, it's uh, Denver. Denver. Which I get why you would start McCarthy. I get McCarthy. a rookie starting in Denver. I don't think it should be McCarthy. Well, if Russ is not going to be there, and I forget the guy's name who came in for Russ last year. I mean, oh, he's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Right. But I just, whoever picks McCarthy, whoever plays McCarthy, they're making a huge mistake. A yeah, huge I'm with mistake. you. 100%. It's going to be... It's going to be, even though Caleb Williams is going to go way earlier and Jaden Daniels and Drake May is going to go way earlier, 
you're going to see a lot of headlines revolving around, is J.J. McCarthy going to fit in X city? Right? right? Like, he, yeah, despite exactly. him being potentially the last quarterback taken of that first round, he'll get a lot of the headlines. All right, we got to end this podcast. I'm getting hives because I'm, I haven't watched the Combine in two hours while we're recording this. I need to get in front of NFL Network. I need to see Rich Eisen. I need to see my boys. I need to hear them talk to me about how this kid's 40-yard dash was really uh-huh. proven that he's then, ready for the next level. And then do like a ghost, have the ghost of did, Rich Eisen do it like next yeah. to the athletes? Did you ever know of the Deion Sanders story about when he ran the 40-yard dash? I learned this today doing Ask and Answer with Labs. I I th- maybe I've heard of it's it. It's definitely online. Well, when, when you th- when you mentioned Deion Sanders, you know where I thought you were going? What? That great commercial. I went to high school with that kid. Troy Apke? Are you talking about the, the combine where oh, he no. ran? Oh, okay. I do I, know that Troy Apke went to Mount Lebanon. The, the uh, he can run run clip with Deion when he was surprised at how fast he no. was. That's no, really funny. That's just that's just the, and the other. The other like, why are you surprised, Dion? And Dion's like, you know why I'm surprised. <laughs> the commercial back when Dion was on NFL Network, and everyone's saying like, oh, there's really no stud uh, coming out of this combine. Like Dion, like in, like puts on this afro, and he like renames himself like Dion oh, Landers, yep. and he and he kills it, and he gets drafted again. So Labs told me this story about Dion and his combine class. So Dion was one of these guys that he only did one thing, 40-yard dash. And he trained to do the 40-yard dash uh-huh. like he was an Olympic sprinter. So back then it was handheld ta- stopwatches, right? So it wasn't as accurate as the electronic stop them. So Dion runs his 40, right? He's doing the arm swings like an Olympic sprinter. He's getting in his stance. Runs the 40. Click, click. They click this. Time from anywhere between 4.19 and 4.27. Dion runs through the finish line. Looks up at the scoreboard to see his time, continues to run at full speed the 100 yards into the tunnel, out of the stadium, into a limo, to the airport, flew out of Indianapolis. No way. <laughs> Isn't that the funniest thing you've ever heard? I did not know I that. gotta look this up and see if there's footage of it, but ran the 40, maybe the fastest unofficial 40 time Was you've ever totally seen. Totally cool with it. 100 yards, yeah. right out of the tunnel, right into a limo, right into a plane, get out of Indianapolis. Only Dion. The, the man was the greatest showman yeah. in the history of the yeah, NFL. for sure. Hopefully you get some moments like that in this NFL Combine, some fun things to go viral uh, as we all watch because we're all slaves to this sport that is of the course. NFL. You can gear up right now, though, with all the latest sideline apparel, gear, hats, jerseys you see the team wearing at the Steelers' official team store. You can go to the Grove City Premium Outlets, the Tanger Outlets, or – you can shop at SteelersProShop.com. Uh, excuse me, shop.steelers.com is the website to go to the Steelers Pro Shop. Tons of great gear there. Make sure you visit and buy up as much as you can. We'll be back again a little bit later in this week. We'll be power ranking some wide receivers. We'll be talking more combine. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks for listening to the Steelers Standard. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.